You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. I just got back from Nashville a couple of weeks ago, as you know, Lauren, and I heard this amazing speaker talking about reviews and surveys. And if it's okay, I'd like to share a couple of things real quick before we get into that. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so I saw this this guy and uh, he is this huge uh, American Airlines uh, flyer and he flies all over the world, at least before COVID. And he took all of these surveys. As a matter of fact, one year he took more than 400 surveys. And, you know, of course, they would ask him to, you know, rate each one of his flights over and over and over again. And at the end of the survey, they'd ask that, you know, what one specific question, is there anything we could do to make your flight better? And and he would always kind of jokingly, but similarly put, yes, I would like to be referred to as uh, Dave Smith. Uh, king of the skies. And he would put that on every single one of his uh, surveys. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, he never received anything back. And it was frustrating to him because not only did he um, never receive any feedback from those, but he never received anything positive. And he knew that he would never get anything like, you know, okay, we're going to call you, you know, Dave Smith, king of the skies. But he thought for sure that, you know, after 400 some odd times, someone would say, ha ha ha, Mr. Smith, of course, we can't do that. But thank you for your input. I mean, for God's sakes, the guy did 400 surveys, right? I mean, (laughs) you know, they've asked him for all of these surveys. So uh, one time he was in San Diego and he was giving a a speech and he was telling the story and he got on the plane. He was going back to LaGuardia and he got about halfway down the jetway and the uh, customer service rep said, Mr. Smith, can you come back to the gate for a second? And of course he turned around and he thought, Oh my gosh, something's wrong. You know, nothing's ever good when that happens. And he walked back and, and the uh, gate agent said, can I, can I see your ticket for a second? And he showed him the phone and, and the gate uh, t- agent said, uh, are you, are you Dan Smith, King of the skies? And he said, well, yes, yes, I am. And he said, well, we've been looking for you please go into first class. And at that moment, he realized that someone actually was at his speech there in San Diego and had rectified the problem. But his comment there was that if you're going to ask for surveys or testimonials, then you actually have to do something with them. And so today, when we discuss things such as getting and taking the opportunities to get reviews and testimonials, and leveraging those as opportunities as marketing devices, you actually have to do something with them. Don't just put them in your top drawer. Yeah. So let's start with that, Lauren. So I love that. And how cool um, if you were him, and obviously he invested a lot of time. I mean, obviously, <laughs> um, but that is the epitome of you know customer service. So that's I love that so much. Thank you for sharing. And you told me that story before, you know, being on the podcast, and I love it. Um, you know, just so cool. He invested all that time, and then you know, on the customer service side. I, I couldn't love the ending more. It's just so special. So, but yeah, we wanted to talk about, um, 
basically how to garner reviews, testimonials, and how it helps your business, kind of all of the things. But most importantly is then, like you said, how you, you don't just throw them in the drawer, how you, you know, utilize them in through your marketing strategy and some ways to maybe do that, give you some ideas, but kind of not to tell another story, but one thing, and this is kind of why this topic came about is, you know, 91% of people say they read reviews when making an online purchase or deciding to do business with, you know, a brand basically. So that's, you know, 91%, that is a huge number of people who are doing their research, but they don't necessarily care or weigh as much of what the brand is saying. They care what other real life users or consumers say, or their friends, you know, their family. So it's very compelling, but I don't, I feel like this is an untapped tool. And I get this question a lot, which is, I love that idea of that, but what do I do? How do I get those? Um, And quite frankly is, very simple in answer, which is we ask, we ask people for this content. That's right. Um, not, you know, you see it, everyone sees it, or you may have even, you know, been there yourself, but it's generally you reach out online or post something when it's a problem and you leave something negative, right? It's not very often that people go unsolicited and leave positive reviews or testimonials, unless you have created such a special moment Um, or made such a giant impression than they do, you know, which is an extreme. Um, And I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but most people don't have time. You know, you go to 12 places in a day or you're out running errands, you know, even eating out dinner, whatever. You had a good experience at all the places, but you don't go home and run, leave a review about all of them. You know, people just don't have time for that. So Um, basically it boils down to asking people who, you know, have had a positive experience in that moment to literally write something for you. Um, you know, whether it's in person or it's email exchange, it's private message online. There's so many ways, but literally it is asking them or reminding them to do so. And over and over in different ways. Um, there's a lot of ways to accomplish it. Um, you can, you know, point people to your Facebook or leave something on LinkedIn, depending on what type of business you are. You can uh, set up a form on your website and push people there to give their testimonial and, you know, submit a photo or whatever you want them to do. But there are many, many ways to accomplish the actual task, but task, but it honestly comes down to the ask. So kind of to touch back a little bit, I mentioned 91% of people, you know, rely on reviews or feedback before they choose a product or buy something online. Um, But I also, I want to dive into that a little bit more just to kind of talk about the significance here. Um, 18 to 34 year olds trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations. So that's important to note is it does not have to come from friends or family. It is just as important to them. 91% of them also who were surveyed say it's just a, it's still personal to them, but it does not have to be someone that they know. It just needs to be easy to find and easy to read. Um, you know, like even on Amazon, you know, if you're shopping for something, you scroll down and there are reviews, you know, there's the stars, then there are like little more detailed reviews, And then there are reviews with photos. I always look at the reviews with photos because I want to see what this actual, you know, product looks like in the hands of someone, not the online stock photo look, you know what I mean? So I think that's important to note too, is once that you, once you gather reviews, then what do you do with them? You know, how do you show people these? You can use these on your website. 
Um, you can have a page dedicated. You can work them into the like a graphic based piece. You can, if you're selling items online or kind of have like a storefront, you can do like the Amazon style where they are below or with or on the page of that item. There are many different ways to kind of, you know, put them on your website and make them useful. I also love when I see testimonials, you know, with the call to action and email marketing. I like it on social media. I mean, there are a million ways, you know, to reuse these. Print collateral is great too. I've even seen some really neat testimonials um, at a local nonprofit that they had them printed in very large format and they were basically displayed as art in their office area. And that was really cool. Um, There are so many ways. Fundraising components, that's a great way to use testimonials is something compelling. So there are so many ways to, you know, not only gather the content, but then use it and repurpose it, you know, four or five, you know, maybe even up to 12, basically get yourself one a month. And you can use that in so many ways, like for that month, just because you used it, you know, on social media, doesn't mean that it can't be used somewhere else because the same audience won't see it everywhere. So I think, you know, boiling it down to, what you really need as far as content, like, do I need, you know, 12 for the year? Do I need 24? That makes it a little bit more manageable. And then you can start matching that up to think, okay, well, I know this person would be great to do this, or, you know what, this person's been visiting a lot. Maybe I could ask them. And then maybe you just start kind of broadly asking through your social media channels and other communication avenues from others as well. But I think you can handpick a few that you know would be comfortable first. And that's really a good start. So, yeah, I think that's great. And I also, I love testimonials uh, and those type of, you know, additional boosts because you can use them in a lot of different creative ways. I mean, you mentioned several, you know, different opportunities. Uh, There's actually a restaurant here in uh, the Tulsa area that, puts them on the side of drink cartons, kind of like missing children, which I think is super creative to be honest. Yeah, that's cute. Um, You know, which is kind of like edgy, but not so, you know, Mm -hmm. like you kind of put it on there, like, you know, and then um, I've seen them also in landing pages. So like Mm -hmm. if you're driving people through different, you know, type of engagements, there's a way in which, you know, different testimonials speak to different messages as People go through, you know, different uh, suggestions or, or uh, you know, services, like a better term. So if they're if they've got uh, services that deal with, um, you know, house cleaning, they get one testimony. If they have services that, diff, you know, have something to do with like radio repair, they get something else, so on and so forth. And so um, I love the fact that, you know, they basically can have so many different, um, you know, applications, like a better term. And all right. you have to do is ask. I mean, that's. That's what I love the best is all you have to do is ask. Right. And most people will be flattered that you're asking even like they would be happy to contribute. They just may not have ever thought that that could help you. Right. I really don't think that the general public understands the power of their experience and what that can mean, especially for, you know, small, medium sized business. Um, That is something that they would be happy to help with. Um, the other thing that I don't want to leave out is, you know, we talked about asking, gathering them, but if you already have reviews floating out there, make sure you're checking and responding to them and thanking people or addressing any, you know, negative reviews or issues as well. But if you are gathering positives, you know, they can be so spread out. They're on Google, they're on Yelp, they're on Facebook, they're on LinkedIn. I mean, everywhere has a review 
site and so many more um, industry, you know, specialty industry areas as well. So if you are, make sure you're trying at least to utilize um, a hub or a software to help if you can't do it manually to respond to those. And then also you'd have them in a bank where you can reuse them. So say someone gave you a recommendation on Facebook, you can take that as content and then utilize it over on you know your website, or you could repost it on Facebook or create a graphic of it. I mean, there's so many ways if the content is already there to reuse it and repurpose it and get it in front of you know more eyeballs who haven't already seen it. Yeah, so good. I mean, the ability and the ease of layering your approaches are so much, I mean, easier. I mean, the ease of being easy, like a better term, uh, is so much better than it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I mean, it's, there's just almost no excuse. I mean, time is your only excuse. And that's when you have somebody else do it. And we talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that podcast about three weeks ago. So if you don't have time to do it, call Lauren. Otherwise, <laughs> do it yourself, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I mean, right. but there's no excuse. Like, if you don't if you don't have the time to do it, call Lauren. If you do have the time to do it, do it yourself. Right. And other than that, uh, you know, I don't want to hear you talk about it anymore kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because... I mean, it's just not, it's just not that tough. I mean, right. just not. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's it. So I, you know, and candidly, Lauren, I give this podcast five stars because you oh, did a great you. job. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, you haven't asked, but I'm flattered to be your, you know, your partner, your co-host on the, on the G factor podcast. So I will give you five stars. So Can I get that in writing somewhere, please, sir? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you go down <laughs> to the local Chili's there in El Reno, it's already up on the wall. So no worries at all. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all my tips. I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, always happy to talk through things, you know, as well, if this sparks a question, um, you know, or how to make it more accomplishable for someone. So, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, good deal. Well, we will uh, for sure fire a couple of uh, more uh, fantastic ideas uh, next week. But until then, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we'll talk to you next week on the G Factor podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.